you dog, get away from me. Get away. Stop. Stop, stop. Get get away. You dog, get away. What a talented kid right there. That's mine. Right, right, right there. That's my kid. Hey, welcome, everyone. You are part of this family. Welcome to the family, the Sanguine family. I am the host, Tom Baldwin, and uh, we are optimistic during dark and tumultuous times. We are optimistic, period, because we have this faith walk, and we are all about being optimistic. (laughs) Tom's getting distracted. I think my wife's actually home, and so I'm expecting her to pop in this closet door any moment, but we'll see if she does. So, hey, those of you that are listening to the podcast that aren't able to come on Friday nights, I just want to throw this out to you as uh, prayer warriors and people of faith. There are some people in our group that are just going through the ringer, and if you just think about it, that you could just lift lift them up and pray for them, that would be awesome because we are all community here. (laughs) Right. We are all a community here. And so, hey, you can always contact me at 406BigT at gmail.com. I would love to hear your prayer requests, and I would totally be up for praying for those. And if you wanted, I would share those with other people that would pray. And while you're at it, you can visit SanguineFaith.com, and you can stream the podcast there. You can hit the donate button if you're so inclined, but know that that is never a requirement for listening to this, and that I so appreciate you, and I'm never, ever going to make that a requirement, and I'm never going to stop. And so I just appreciate that and know that that goes towards equipment and just upgrading things so can give you the best possible product possible. And then lastly, what was the last thing I was going to tell you? Oh, I have a store there that has some merchandise. Some of it's cheesy. Some of it's not. I'm, I'm going to update some of it. Hey, you know, this is a real podcast, so we're just going to be honest with you. You know, it's like some of it, I was like, ah, oh, that was a good idea. And now that I'm looking at it, I'm just like, oh, that's not that great idea. But I do like my hat and I've got a lot of compliments on my hat. And so if you want, I got you a hat, you can find that hat there. So anyway, yeah. I really appreciate you and uh, I appreciate you listening and uh, thanks for listening and just know that you are part of a worldwide audience and we're growing all the time. And so thanks for being part of the family. Hey, today what I want to talk about, and I started out, there is this scripture where Jesus is just, it kind of shocks me. I, I have to say when I really delved into the scripture and well, let me backtrack a little bit. The scripture was on my mind probably for six weeks, like I was feeling Like there was something important about this scripture for me and that I needed to go there. And I was pretty familiar with the scripture. I've read the scripture a number of times, not to boast, but I've read through the Bible a number of times because I feel like if you're going to believe something, you should know it. And not that you can memorize the Bible, but going through it a few times helps you get familiar with it. And you can kind of remember where things are at, but it does take an, uh, you do have to be in it a fair bit. So I was familiar with this scripture and I was thinking about it. And it probably really did take me six weeks till I actually looked it up and reread it again. And there were some there were some powerful things that I got out of it. But there are some things that just kind of like took me aback a little bit. And uh, it kind of takes this perception and this persona that we have around the cultural Jesus and the acceptable Jesus and what, 
you know, the current vernacular, what what would Jesus do? I guess that's more 90s vernacular. It's like, what would Jesus type of thing? And this totally doesn't fit into it. And again, I think I, I'm just going to read the scripture to you. I, I don't know if I'm going to give you a reference because you can look it up and, and find it. And it's always good to have a little challenge, maybe a little treasure hunt, because the scriptures are treasures. And so going hunting after them is fun. And right, we like to have fun. Wait. Christians can't have fun. Yes, they can. No, they can't. Yes, they can. No, they can't. You're just like, Tom, shut up because it sounds like the back of my car and I don't need that. I decided to take a break and listen to you. I totally get that. So, all right, I will. So we're going to read this scripture and there's just some outrageous things in here. And I, I hope that you can pull this out and then, all right. So it says, then Jesus left Galilee and went forth to the region of Tyre and Sidon. There's this guy that reads the Audible Bible, and he always says Sidon, which is how I pronounce it, Sidon, and it sounds so much, uh, so much loftier and cool. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him pleading, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her severely. And of course they would, because demons and Satan hate God's creation, which is us. But Jesus gave her no reply. The dude ignored her, not even a word. The disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to go away, they said. She is bothering us with all of her beggings. Then Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. But she came and worshipped him, pleading again, Jesus responded, It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, That's true, Lord. But even the dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath the master's table. Dear woman, Jesus said to her, Your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed instantly. That scripture just rocks my world. For one, whatever perception you have of Jesus just gets tossed aside because we think of Jesus as gentle, mild, you know, non-confronter, which totally isn't true because I've talked about previously how in the temple he confronts and, you know, Jesus never backed down for fear. But in this instant, he totally insults this woman and calls her a dog. Can I just say that is outrageous? He calls her a dog and he says it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. Okay, you have to know that, you know, Jesus is God. And so when he was here on earth, you know, he was stuck in this mortal body and in this mortal time frame. But before and after that, he existed in eternity and he exists in all of eternity. And he knew what God's plan was, that there was the chosen people of Israel, but that God's plan all along was to incorporate the Gentiles, which in this case is is also me and to be grafted into the family of God. And so we are grafted into the to the, the family of God. We become children of God. And so not only does Jesus call her a dog here, but he's actually lying. He's actually lying because he said it isn't right to take food from the children. Well, and I guess at this point, that's not technically, he was technically true because, 
you know, the New Testament, most of the New Testament hadn't happened. But from his perspective, he insults and he lies. So whatever religious perception you had of Jesus, you can pretty much just throw it out the window. And for me, this is highly relatable because it's like I often use sarcasm to make a point and I often am facetious to make a point and exaggerate to make a point. And so what Jesus was doing, he knows everything. And in my previous podcast, we talked about how everything is uncovered and laid bare and that everything in creation is seen by God. So God already knows this woman. He knows what's inside of her. He knows what she's struggling with. So first he ignores her and then he lies to her and then he insults her. Wow. So pretty much all those perceptions you had about Jesus, peek out the window. What I think is really cool that Jesus, because he created us and he is well acquainted with our humanity because he designed it, right? And he designed all the innuendos and, uh, or the, not innuendos, the idiosyncrasies and the nuances of us being human and having humanity and that we use sarcasm and we use these different mechanisms to communicate and make points sometimes for better or for worse. And so Jesus, what I love about this, this is a lesson in leadership. Okay, Jesus never does things the same way twice. And so for this woman, he is drawing out her faith. And so great leadership. And so we go to these leadership schools and they tell us how to lead and don't offend and why we need to be led by the Spirit. Why you can't have a class. You can have a class that maybe teaches you some fundamentals, but when you're in the dynamic of the real world, Jesus is in the real world dealing with real people with real issues, same places that we're going to deal with real people with real issues, and we're going to be out there. And so we need the dynamic of the Holy Spirit. So the pat answer isn't always the effective answer. And I would argue most of the time it is not the effective answer. We have to live and be led by the Spirit to know when to do things. And God may use a personality like mine that is just a tad bit ornery and is okay with kind of going and crossing the line because I totally believe that Jesus crossed the line here to draw this woman out, to give her a fantastic gift. There is no set pattern. There is no set way to do things. And if there's anything that we can learn from this scripture is how dynamic and how awesome our God is and how creative our God is. I absolutely love this scripture. And when it ends up, you can tell Jesus' heart that this this before, call it role-playing, call it drama, call it acting, whatever you want to call it, this is the Son of God using the tools of humanity to get to this woman and to meet her needs, which if you don't believe that, that is God's deepest desire is to meet your needs and be in relationship with you and bring wholeness and help. He said, dear woman, your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. And there's another lesson that we can learn from this is the woman. How many of you give up way too soon that you snatched defeat from the jaws of victory? Did you hear me? You snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah, I said that. You give up way too soon. You're about there and you give up the tenacity as woman. She used, which this is a beef I have with a lot of believers, the brain that God gave her. 
Are you insulted? Well, don't feel bad. I put myself in that same court for too long. I didn't realize that the spirit and the soul and the brain and the mind all work together and that you don't exclude one for the other, that we have to use our brain. And so she was sharp and her wit and her knowledge as she interacted with Jesus as he tested her a bit or draw her out a bit because he knew. I mean, it's like when God was writing the Bible, it's like, how did he get so many examples, great examples? Because he knew what was in there and how to draw it out. But it's just cool for us as people who that are going to be led by the Spirit. The Spirit gives us knowledge and the Spirit gives us understanding. And you got to have some faith to believe that and to access that. That's a whole nother podcast, but that's a gem right there. You got to have some faith and some belief to access that knowledge that like Jesus had here. That is available to us as believers. Many of you out there, you, you maybe kind of sort of believe that. Some of you don't believe it at all. And the rest of you is like, ah, I'll play this wait and see attitude. Well, you can't because you have to engage to get some of this stuff to move in some of this realm. And so this is a scripture all about being led by the Spirit and doing things in a unique, and I'm going to call it this because it is, it's beautiful, artistic dialogue with this woman. And this is like part of what gets me so excited about this faith walk with Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Father is that he uses our creativity and the Spirit and it all engages together and it's so exciting and awesome. So if you think a walk of faith is boring, (laughs) you're wrong. So as we wrap up here, hey, go and just read this for yourself. It is it's such a beautiful scripture. It is such an example of God's love and a woman's persistence that freed her daughter from being tormented daily, hourly, minutely. Use that before, minutely. There's a lot at stake out there. It's time to be real, people of God. It's time to get on the Holy Spirit horse and start riding and start being warriors for the faith. So Holy Spirit, will you just pour out your conviction right now with intensity on everyone listening, that your conviction would lead to action, which would lead to purpose, which would lead to change and hope for many. So thanks, Holy Spirit. And uh, hey, you community. Yeah, I always appreciate you. Go out there, make a difference. As Tom welcomes Porter in to wrap us up here. And uh, hey, uh, yeah, I sure appreciate you. And uh, have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.